Amen, amen. If you just felt fear and butterflies, see me after service. We must have prayer service with you. Amen. Just having some technical difficulties with the organ there. I don't, I don't know what happened there. But amen. But it is well with my soul. <laughs> amen. This young man has been here, assistant pastor, from the beginning of the ministry. Amen. He has truly been a blessing to us, him and his wife. Amen. In all that they do. Amen. To give you an idea, usually when we're here on a Sunday and everybody's gone, our sister Annette and our brother Lee are the last ones here. Amen. Amen. And because of that, a lot of times what you miss, they take care of. And I thank God for them. Amen. I thank God for them. Come on and give God a hand praise for good people. Amen. Amen, amen. Amen. It is a wonderful thing to have people in the ministry with the ministry on their heart as strong as you have it. Amen. And for everybody that's here, everybody that's a member here, I want you to understand something. Let the ministry be on your heart. Amen. Let it be on your heart. And you know what? We will always flourish. Amen. Let it be on your heart. Because I tell you, we love you. Amen. Every minister in here loves you. Amen. And I, I thank God for the ministry team that we have because we have men and women of integrity. Yes. Amen. Who are standing. Who are not just coming here telling you something, but they're living it. Amen. Amen. And that's the blessing. Come on, Sister Pastor. Amen. God bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, let's praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, we come to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let everything that have breath praise you, the Lord. Come on. And we've come to praise the Lord in this place. Hallelujah. I will bless your name. I will bless your name. I will bless your name. I will bless your, come on, say it again. I will bless, I will bless your, I will bless, come on, lift your voice. He's righteous, he's worthy. God, we believe you. Lord, we are depending upon you. 
we are trusting in you oh God hallelujah we glorify you God hallelujah you are majesty you are excellent you are perfect in all of your ways there is none like our God hallelujah bless your Lord we will bless you with everything God with everything everything belongs to you God you created everything you created us oh God that we would bless you that we would worship you that we would honor you that we would serve you oh God you're worthy Oh God, you're worthy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Listen, if you don't praise the Lord, let me show you what's going to cry out in your place. If you don't praise the Lord, let me put this right here. Because if you don't praise the Lord, my God says the rock the rock will cry out now I don't know about you but if this rock start making some noise you might as well call the doctor because I'm going to pass out let everything that have breath praise the Lord believer praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord praise the Lord Hallelujah. Come on, give the Lord one more hand praise before you take your seats. Come on, give him one more hand praise. Our God is worthy to be praised. Worthy to be exalted. Worthy to be magnified and glorified. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You may not understand why I praise the way I do. Hallelujah. You may not understand it. Hallelujah. But God has been just that good hallelujah and I am determined that that rock is not going to cry out for me will not will not no rock shall not cry out in my place hallelujah every believer needs to open his or her mouth and give God the praise every believer every believer every believer I don't know what God has done for you I don't know how God has delivered you I don't know how and what you've been set free from. I don't know. But I do know, no matter what, God gets the glory. God gets the worship. God deserves the praise. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, hallelujah. It's good to be in the house of the Lord. Hallelujah. In the presence of the Lord where is the fullness of joy. Where there is the fullness of joy. Where there is the fullness of joy. Oh, there's something in the atmosphere, Lord. to God something about the presence of the Lord hallelujah hallelujah 
See, I'm not ashamed. I'm not afraid. I'm not worried. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We got a new president. But I'm not worried. He's appointed new people in the government. But I'm not worried. For I serve the sovereign king. Hallelujah. Don't you worry about what has happened in this government. Don't you worry about the United States. Things are going to happen. Things are going to happen. But let me assure you with this. Jesus, before he went to the cross, he prayed for himself. He prayed for the disciples and he prayed for us. Don't you worry. And look, listen to how cold-blooded Jesus was. He was cold-blooded. He said, Father, I pray that you don't take them out of the world, but you keep them. It doesn't matter. While you're here, you are kept. You are kept by that prayer that Jesus prayed before he went to Calvary. Oh man. oh man hallelujah you better get this come on take your seats hallelujah we bless the Lord amen give God glory and honor and praise it's an honor the privilege to be before you amen our leaders our bishop Ingram pastor Ingram God bless you God bless you man I love you and thank you for the God in you Amen. I thank you for the Jesus in you. Amen. To my wife. Amen. And uh, uh, my family, my children. Amen. I love you guys. Where's my family? Family, I love you. Amen. That's real. Amen. And, and sometimes it may not look like it. Sometimes it may not sound like it. Because I got to be honest, people of God. Listen. You know, if you're perfect, then I need to serve you. Come on, holla at me. <laughs> Amen. So, uh, you know, uh, you can tell me about what you've done. You can tell me how you created something. No, nothing? Okay, I'll serve God. So, because I'm not perfect, and I don't mind being transparent before you. Amen. Because I don't want you to look at me like I'm some great something. No, I'm just like you. Amen. The same Jesus that saved you, saved me. The same Jesus that died for you, died for me. The same blood that was shed for you, was shed for me. It covers you and it covers me. Amen. And sometimes I don't always act right. Sometimes I don't always think right. Sometimes. Amen. But Jesus. But, G but thank God for Jesus. Thank God for him. For he looks beyond my faults and sees my needs and he gives me the answer. He gives me wisdom on what to do and how to do it. He is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. He is the way, the truth, and the life. He. It's all about he. Capital H. He. It's all about Jesus. As we believe God, it is all about Jesus. Amen. To our evangelists, Hargit, our deacons, amen. God bless you. Happy birthday. 
and many, many, many more. Hope you live to a, a thousand. <laughs> Amen. Our deacon Ghana. Amen. Bless God for you. Amen. Your family and everyone here. Everyone. God bless you all. It's good to see everybody. Y'all look so pretty. Y'all got some money? Good God. Y'all must be blessed. <laughs> and you can't look like that and be broke. Huh? Are we wealthy? Are you wealthy? You better claim it right now in Jesus' name. I don't care what your bank account says. I don't care what your wallet says. I don't care what your pockets say. You're wealthy. Amen? Hallelujah. Come on. It's all about Jesus. We're still operating in the title that we've been given by our leaders. Amen? Hallelujah. How many know it's good to be in subjection to your leader? Amen? To follow your leaders. Amen? God put leaders in position for a reason. Amen. He put them in a position of authority for a reason that we would follow. Amen. I know you're looking for Jesus. You're looking for Jesus. You're looking for Jesus. But, but Paul told some folk, follow me. That's it. That's As I. Follow. Let me. Wait a minute. You're looking for Jesus. I'm, well, I'm going to look for Jesus. I got to look for the Lord. You got to look for the Lord. Okay. You see him yet? We have leaders that we've been given. Not to be like them, but to be like the Jesus in them. You want to see Jesus? You're not sure? You can't see him because he's just so invisible? We have leaders. Follow them as they follow Christ. I'm going to follow them as they follow Christ. They have given, God has given them the word of life to give to us. So why wouldn't I follow in what the instructions are? They're going according to the word of instruction so we can follow. So we learn how to praise, learn how to worship. There's some worshipers here. Amen. 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 Worshipers, this is, is going to be a fun day. It's going to be a fun day. When we leave here, we got some more, we got some more bread to eat. You're going you to get full today? Amen. Amen. There's a lot of bread. Hope you're hungry. Amen. Hope you brought your napkin. Oh, man, here's our thought. The thought is, what am I hiding? Who got what am I hiding? What am I hiding? There's a lot of things that we tell the truth, amen, that we don't want people to know. Let me, oh, matter of fact, hold on. There's a lot of things we don't want God to know. We're walking around like God can't see. Oh, you didn't say that because, no, you're going to say it with your mouth. No, I know God knows everything. You really think that? Do you really think that? If we're honest, everybody's got something to hide. Everybody. But Jesus wants it all. Even those bad things. Even those ugly things, even those strange things, even those odd things, he wants it all. He wants us to bring it to him and lay it at his feet. Everyone in here looks saved. So it's fair to say I'm not even talking to any unbelievers in the room. So you mean to tell me all you believers got something to hide? Yeah. What are you hiding? Stop hiding it. 
Because anything that we hide, we keep in darkness. Haven't we learned recently about the light? Jesus is the light. And allow Jesus to light that dark situation. Light it up. Let Jesus dispel that thing. Get rid of it. Hide it. Tell it. Confess it to the Lord. You're having a problem? You're having a problem? Confess it. Do you, are you having a problem with cigarettes? You having a problem with foul language? You have a problem with a wandering eye, a wandering eye. You have a problem with too many ugly thoughts, too many nasty things. You have a problem with envy. You have a problem with prejudice. You have a, where's your problem? Because don't tell me you don't have one. <laughs> you got a problem. You might be able to hide it from me. Hide it from bishop and pastor. Hide it from some folks around you. Matter of fact, even some of your closest friends don't know what it is you hide. Uh-oh. Come on. That's my man. He know everything. No, he don't know everything, bro. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> what are you hiding? What are you hiding? Amen. That's a thought. The challenge. Give it all to Jesus. Give it all to Jesus. And right next to that, put release it. Come on, release it. Whatever it is, release it. Let Jesus have it. And really let him have it. You know what the problem is when we say, Lord, take it? When we, when, when we bogusly release it? We bogusly release it, and it's, it's kind of like having your, your problem attached to a string, right? And, and, and you toss it to Jesus, and you got the string right here in your pocket. Because... If you're honest, every now and again, you, we pull it back. <laughs> you, <laughs> you really take it back. You don't really release it. Because here's our fear. Our fear is if we release it, we're going to be set free. And if you're set free, you're no longer who you used to be. And a lot of us are afraid of who God has called us to be. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord, because you just gave that to me. Now, they're not appreciated the way you want them to, but it's okay. Release it. Because in 2016, 15, 14, 13, 12, uh, and on down the line, you was that person. But the Lord is looking to do something new in you. But... Before he does it, you and I have to release what we're hiding. Mm. Release it. Topic. Here's the topic for today. The subject for today. Amen. Whatever it takes, worship. Whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Worship. Worship. I know... You got a lot of heaviness on you. I know you've been doing things that displease God. I know you've been hiding. You're messed up. You're faced with these challenges. You're not where you're supposed to be. You're not out there telling people about Jesus. You're out there doing things you ain't got no business doing. Oh, man. Full of problems. Full of things. Full of situations. Everybody has something 
But your worship has got to be real. Your worship has to be real. And whatever it takes, worship. Whatever it takes, I know you are dealing with this right here. What does that have to do with your worship? Worship. Oh, worship. This is a season that I believe that God is looking for us every believer to raise your level of worship however you worshiped in 2016 it, it, let it go release 2016 release it and move forward in the Lord in, your, in another level of worship unto the Lord what is worship what is the highest form of worship for the believer the highest form of worship is obedience unto the Lord Obedience. I want to look at a young lady in the word Luke chapter 7. Thank God for the word. I want to look at this young lady. We're not going to be before you long. We want to be prepared and, and get ready because I'm ready for round two over at Pastor Holmes. I'm already ready, but the Lord wants me to tell you about this. Whatever it takes, worship. Stop allowing things to stop your worship. Stop allowing those thoughts to hinder your worship, to get in the way of worship. Yes, we know that everything that have breath praises the Lord. Everything, everybody, everybody, anybody can praise. When you see the trees blowing back and forth, the leaves on the tree, do you see that? You ever look at the trees? Oh, the trees are praising. Oh, you don't believe me? The trees are praising God because he said it would be, he called those trees to be. Every season, you see grass come up and then you see the grass go. And then you see the grass come up and then you see the grass go. That is a form of praise unto the Lord, even the grass. And you say, huh, how is that? Oh, it's kind of deep. We don't have no time for it, but I'm telling you, it's a form of praise. Every beast operating in its beast form, the lion goes, You know that? That's what the lion does. Praise, praise, praise. He lets it out because that's what he was designed to do. So they have their form of worship. Every beast, everything God created has a form of worship, of praise unto the Lord. But you and I was given something different. You and I was given worship. You and I, God put worship in Adam when he blew breath into him. See, the angels are before the throne, worshiping they, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time, all the time. Worship, praise to the Lord. Praise, worship, praise, worship, praise, worship, praise, worship, worship, worship. Those empty seats are filled with angels that are worshiping right now as I speak, as you listen. Worship unto the Lord. Hey, worship. But here's the difference between you and I and the angels that are worshiping. We have been redeemed. Washed 
in the blood of the Lamb. We have this great grace that we have received. The angels can't say that they've been washed in the blood. But you and I, people of God, yeah, born in sin, shaped in iniquity. Yep, just like that. But even like that, God thought of us. How did he think of us? He said, and I will put enmity. He let us know he was going to send a savior. He was going to send a savior to do what we couldn't do. To bring the worship to another level in him. By the blood of Jesus. By that new breath of life in us. Oh God. Y'all don't want to hear all that. But let me, let's go to the word. Luke chapter 7. Amen. And let's go. Starting at verse 36. <clears throat> What's so uh, compelling about uh, what we're about to read, um, Jesus, um, b- before he gets to this, uh, before we get to this part of the passage, in the early part of the passage, there's a couple of things that Jesus did with a centurion, you know, somebody who, um, somebody who wasn't part of the, the Jews. Um, he he needs someone healed and he asks for Jesus he asks he's not part of what's going on and the Jews they go to Jesus and tell him look Jesus look you know this this guy um, his servant is sick you know and 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 you should hook him up let me let me make it Ebonics for you because maybe because King James version might be too confusing he said, they said, Jesus, hook this dude up. And here's why, oh wait, Jesus, here's why you should hook him up. He's worthy. Wow. They said, he's worthy. Why is he worthy? Because he gives to the synagogues. He hooks us up. Let me tell you what's so beautiful about that. As we was upstairs yesterday and looking around and we was putting the new top down and my brother Aaron was coming up with some financial ideas. My brother Nick was coming up with some architectural ideas. Bishop was giving some ideas. Every, everyone was giving some ideas and I looked around because I didn't have none. <laughs> I didn't have no ideas. <laughs> but I said in my spirit, Lord you're going to send somebody here that is going to give it to us. I don't know how to create the finances. I don't know how to create the architectural things, but I believe God He's going to send somebody. That centurion would give. Why was he giving? Why? Why was he giving to the synagogues? He's not one of them. Why? Why was he so free to just give so that they can blossom and do what they do and worship? Because my God shall supply all our needs according to his riches and glory. And all the riches that these guys have, all the wealth of the wicked is stored up for you and for me. Give God some praise. about Jesus and I must believe him I must believe I have to stand on the principle that he will and it shall come to pass I don't know who's going to do it but I'm telling you I am telling you 
as a servant of the Lord, he is going to send it. Continue to continue with your ideas. Continue. Continue. Continue to bring some thoughts in here, some ideas in here, so we can help towards it. But I am telling you, as you do that, let your faith build and know that God has got this. Know that our God is in. He didn't bring us here for nothing. You see, years ago, we was around the corner. <laughs> years ago, we was around the corner on Summit Avenue. Literally. Walk to the corner, make a right, and across the street. Literally, we was at a storefront. We were there. Literally, we were not too far, a few blocks further up on Irving. And around the corner. Literally. Listen, the Israelites walked around a rock, not realizing that their blessing was right before them. But you see, their problem was there was unbelief in the camp. There was unbelief in the camp. So some of those people couldn't make it to the promised land. In fact, their leader, Moses, didn't make it. Some of us have been in this ministry since Summit. Joshua, Caleb, Joshua, Caleb, and others. We made it. We're here. God brought us right here. He did it. He did it. He did it. And he didn't do it with 30,000 men. He didn't do it with the large numbers. But he did it with the few. Because he said, "Uh uh-uh, you're not going to brag and say, oh, y'all did it. What you're going to brag and say, it was the Lord's doing. And it's marvelous (laughs) in our eyes. My worship is real. Because God does it. My worship is real. Ain't nothing fake. Ain't nothing phony about how I worship. Yep, I got problems. I got some real problems, but my worship is real. Oh, look at somebody tell me, I got some real problems. But my worship is real. Come on, high five somebody and tell them, my worship is real. Hallelujah. Because we're not perfect worshipers. Worship is not designed for perfection, but the worship perfects you. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. That worship perfects you because it's not coming from you. And it's unto the Lord. Real worship. And no matter what it takes, no matter. The bills, yeah, the bills are there. This building needs to be paid for. And I don't have the funds in my hands. But God's got it. And he's going to release it. As I release to him. Listen, and whether I do it or not, he's still good. And he can still do it. Because he's God. But you see, it's something about those of you who decide to just give it up. And when you decide to just worship, when you decide no matter what, whatever it took to worship, I'll worship it. Let me tell you something. 
Your problem may not go away at that moment. But God is faithful to keep you in it. He will keep you. He will keep you. So you can navigate through life. There are different things that we're facing, people of God. There are different things that we are coming up against. But God is faithful. You worship. The, don't you stop your worship. Don't stop. Whatever it takes to worship the Lord, you can worship the Lord in your car. It don't mean, you don't need a slow song. You don't need a slow song to worship. That's not worship. You can use it, but that's not worship. You want to worship the Lord? Lord, I, bl- I will bless you, Lord, at all times. Take his word <laughs> and tell him his word. Maybe you don't know the word like Bishop knows the word, like Deacon Nick knows the word. You don't know it like that, like Brother Steve. They know the word a lot. You don't have to know a lot. You know how I know that? Here's how I know that. There was a guy on the cross right next to Jesus. A real bad guy who was about to die. Right next to Jesus. He's standing there and Jesus right there next to him. And you know what this dude had the nerve to say? Remember me. Lord, I know I messed up. I deserve to be here. I'm a mess. Oh, God. Thank you, Holy Ghost. I am a mess and deserve my consequences. I am a mess and deserve death. But not you. You're innocent. And when you get to paradise, Jesus, remember me. Remember me because I know who you are. I am a real bad guy. I am a real messed up guy. But you, because of who you are, I can be. Remember me, Lord. And he said, this day, not another, this day you will, because his word is yay and amen. This day you will be with me in paradise. So you mean that thief made it in? And you who have been washed in the blood? Because see, he wasn't, oh God, thank you Lord. Because the thief wasn't here when Jesus got back. He wasn't here when he got back. But you and I have a whole, he wasn't here when the New Testament was written. Oh God. Lord, help us. Help us, Lord, no matter what no matter what, we're going to worship you. We're going to trust you because it's all about you. Oh, man. Oh. So you had the centurion, and then after the centurion, then you have this, 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 this there's a funeral going on, and the mom's, is, that was her only son, and she's messed up, she's jacked, I couldn't, I, I could not, fathom the thought of the loss of a child she loses her only son and Jesus he told her Jesus is passing by he's at the right place at the right time you see Jesus is always at the right place at the right time she had no idea what was about to happen she wasn't assured because she didn't have that blessed assurance But Jesus 
was at the right place at the right time. He's at the right place at the right time for whatever your situation is. He's there. This was a loss that I could not fathom. But Jesus was there and told her, weep not. Told the casket, told the boy, get up. And I'm paraphrasing. Arise, get up. And you know what the dead boy did? <laughs> Excuse me, young man? All right, because you call him young man. Young man, I don't know how old he was. Young man, arise. And you know what he did? He got up. Jesus, right on time. I know what it looks like. But whatever it takes for you, believer, because you know, because you have the answer, whatever it takes, worship God. He has you. He's got you covered. He will bring up the dead. He will. Huh? So he raises a dead kid. And then you got John the Baptist's, his disciples. John the Baptist said, yo, man, go, go see what Cuz is doing. Like, you know, see if he's the real deal. If he's, if he, is he the guy or we got to look for another guy? Listen, I can't say it the way he said it. But that's how it's interpreted to me. <laughs> so let me bless you with that. Yo, check on him and see if he's the right dude. Because I, I don't know. See, or see if we should look for another. So his disciples come, John the Baptist, Jesus' cousin, his, boy, his, his boys come around, look at Jesus. And they ask him, yo, listen, John sent us over here to ask, you know, whether you the dude. Well, we got to look for somebody else. And here's a Jesus, cold-blooded. Jesus said, he ain't, wait, he ain't even say nothing. He just started healing people. The lame, the blind, the deaf, the dumb, the sick, the poor, the everything. Jesus just started healing. He didn't address them. He just started healing. And when he was done, he said, you go tell him. (laughs) You go testify to my goodness. You go testify to these things that you see. Because before John the Baptist knows... You're going to know. Oh, God. Before you tell somebody else, you have to know that God is good. You have to know that he can heal, deliver, and set free. You have to know. How else can you tell somebody about the healing of the Lord if you've never been healed? (laughs) How else can you tell somebody about Jesus opening your blind eyes and you're in darkness unless your eyes have been opened and you see the light? Oh, God, thank you, Jesus. So while all these things are happening, we go to verse 36. Amen. And one of the Pharisees, somebody say church folk. Uh Before the church, these were the church folks. And one of the Pharisees desired him that he would eat with him because he's standing there and he's watching all these amazing things too. Don't get it twisted. They were there. They bugged out a little bit too. But they wouldn't say that because sometimes church folk, you get a little too proud. You get that self-righteousness that's in you and you talking with all these King James words that I don't understand and people, only the church people understand. Stop that. Come to earth and stop that. Stop that because you're not that high up. Stop. Stop because that's what will happen. 
You, you, you start allowing pride. You start allowing that, you know, because God has done some things for you, you start putting yourself above people in your mind and you start treating them that way. No, you don't have to say it. You will show it. Be careful, people of God. Stop that. We have a bad, listen, we're going to get some people that are going to come through this door that, own, that don't understand your church life. Stop. We are so judgmental. Stop. They're going to come, they're, people are going to come in here with their hats on backwards. Some of the ushers, some of the, uh, uh, Nick Jr. Uh, might tell, uh, excuse me, sir, no, nah, uh, listen, we don't do that. We don't hear, and what if he says, nah, son, nah, B, you can't, don't touch me. Get off me. What are you going to do, throw him out? No, 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 no. No, people of God, they don't understand your Jesus. Open your heart. Open your heart. Open your heart. People are going to come here. This is the preparation period for the people that don't look like you, don't act like you, don't talk like you, don't walk like you, don't dress like you. They're coming in here. Stop judging. Let me show you something about how these people judged. And when he went into the Pharisee's house and sat down to meet, in other words, to eat, and behold, a woman in the city, which was a sinner, when she knew that Jesus sat at meat in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster box of ointment. Somebody say, how does she know about Jesus being at the house? Say, say how, how does she know about Jesus being at the house? You know how she knew about him? She got word. Somebody gave her a word and told her about this Jesus that heals, that delivers, that sets free, that forgives sins and will free you of everything. Because if you look at this woman, you study a little bit about this woman, uh, she might have been a woman of the night. She did some things, I'm saying. <laughs> that was her. <laughs> they said a sinner. <laughs> but here's what's more startling. Here's what's more startling. How did she get in the crib? Uh, crib is a funny term that means a house. <laughs> How did she get in the house? Ain't nobody said nothing. <sighs> How did she get in the house without a problem? How did this sinner get into this man's, this man's, it was not the house of the Lord, his house. <laughs> Wait a minute. Nico, is your door open? Anybody can walk in there? I didn't think so. <laughs> How did, he, how did she just get in? She wasn't invited. This man invited Jesus. Come on, you know, take a walk, you know, come with me. Let me, you know, let me sit down, break some bread, and, and let me give you something to eat. So he was in, Jesus was invited, but this woman just popped up on the scene. Hmm, maybe somebody knew something. Maybe, uh, maybe there were some things they was hiding. Maybe there were some things the Pharisees was hiding. Maybe there were some things the church people were hiding. Mm, okay. Thank you, sir. Okay, come on. So, let's go. Verse 38. 
and stood at his feet behind him weeping and began to wash his feet with tears and did wipe them with her with the hairs of her head and kissed his feet and anointed them with ointment oh god you see this alabaster box this alabaster box was where she kept her treasure that ointment was expensive i don't know how she got it but if i had to guess <laughs> right, you know, it, it, the money was different back then, right? So she had these treasures, but here's what she was willing to do. She was willing to take the best of what she had and give it to Jesus. Amen. Oh God, her, her treasure, what she valued the most, she put it at the feet of Jesus and gave it to him. Some of you are making all this money. Some of you have some things that are so valuable to you, but you are so unwilling to sacrifice and give it to Jesus. And here is a sinner. Here is a sinner who is willing in an act of worship unto the Lord. She, in her humility, she won't even stand in front of him. She goes behind him and she's crying. I don't know if you've ever had that cry before. When you're just so down, when you're just so broken, when you've just, there is just, no, it seems like there is nothing left. There is absolutely nothing. And the tears just flow. That she was just crying, crying, profusely just crying. It was so much, it enabled her to wash Jesus' feet. Good God. She was desperate. And believers, for a lot of us, we haven't gotten desperate enough. Because when you become desperate, for some of you, it's going to take that to give everything to Jesus. She became desperate enough. She had nothing, nothing else mattered. Jesus, that's it. Every, nothing worked. Nothing that I was doing worked. Looking for love in all the wrong places don't work. Look at, I got all this money and I'm not happy. I've got all these things and I'm still not happy. Jesus. Jesus. Here's everything. Here's all my possessions right at your feet. And she gave it to him. Mm. Let's go. Verse 39. Now, when the Pharisee, which had bid him, saw it, he spake within himself. Oh, I love this. <laughs> he spake within himself. This man, if he were a prophet, would have known who and what manner of woman this is. Uh, excuse me, Pharisee, how you knew? <laughs> how you knew, bro? <laughs> oh, Jesus should have known, but you know? Oh, and she just came in the house like that? Oh, wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, we got to be careful, people of God, because a, a lot of us, that's what we do to people. 
Mm-hmm. They come in here. Look at how you shaking Bishop's hand like that. Like, who is it? Like, if Bishop knew that that dude, he sell drugs. How you know? How you know? How you know? Stop. How you know? Come on, verse 40. And Jesus, I love this. And Jesus answering said unto him, Simon, I have somewhat to say unto this. In other words, Simon, let me holler at you. Let me, let me holler at you. And he said, Master, say on. There was a certain creditor which had two debtors. One owed 500 pence. In other words, this was like a, a 500 days worth of work. Did you hear that? 500 days worth of work, right? And the other 50, 50 days of work. And when they had nothing to pay, he frankly forgave them both. Tell me, therefore, which one of them will love him most? Simon answered and said, I suppose he to whom he forgave the most. So the guy who owed 500 days versus the guy with 50 days? Oh, the guy with 500 days, he must have been happier than the pig in mud. Yeah, okay. So thou hast rightly judged. And he turned to the woman and said to Simon, Seest thou this woman? I entered into your house, Pharisee, your house, church person, your house, church goer, your house. I entered into your house where you are, saved person, because I've been saved for 30 years and you don't know me like that. I'm just saying, you don't, don't talk to me like that, because I know Jesus. Come on, man. Come on. Stop. You know Jesus. You know Jesus, but you're still doing the same thing you was doing 30 years ago. You're just grown now. You're still doing the same thing. You still haven't stepped up a level of faith. You're still worshiping the same as all them other years. When you going to come up? When you going to release it? When you going to let go? <sighs> See it thou this woman. I entered into thine house. She, you, you, it, it, thou gavest me no water for my feet. But she have washed my feet with tears and wiped them with the hairs of her head. Thou gavest me no kiss. But this woman, since the time I came in, had not ceased to kiss my feet. What? What? You kissing his feet? When my wife first met me. <laughs> I was training a lot in martial arts. So my feet... Maybe they look a little different from yours. <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't get into pedicures. She didn't even want me touching her with my feet. My feet. This lady who don't know Jesus like that, that's not her man. She don't know him like that. She's kissing his feet. <laughs> Ladies in the house. <laughs> kissing his feet. And she didn't stop. And, and let me tell you something, because the kiss, that kiss, that is, a, that is an embrace. That is the close form, that emotion, that close tie, just the kiss. You are showing a sign of love. Not all kisses are like that. Because I know a dude named Judas. That gave a kiss. That was fake. That was a betrayal kiss. Mm. But this woman, with her tears, with her worship, she sacrificed 
everything. It was a sacrifice. See, when it comes down to worship, a true form of worship has sacrifice. You don't believe me? Let me show you something in Genesis. Just stay right where you are. Genesis 22 and 5. And Abraham, because God told him, all right, Abraham, here's what I want you to do. I want you to sacrifice your son. Listen to the word. I want you to sacrifice your son, your only son, Isaac. Amen? Here is Abraham. Listen to this. Genesis 22 and 5. And Abraham said unto his young men, the guys that were with him, abide here with the ass, and I and the lad will go yonder and worship. He was going to sacrifice his son, but he said, I'm going to worship. Because sacrifice, worship, synonymous. Sacrifice, worship. This woman had the best of what she had. Abraham had the best of what he had, Isaac. And he said, we're going to worship. This woman with the expensive oil that she had said I'm gonna worship you I am nothing you are everything I worship you sacrifice Uh, thou gavest me no kiss verse 45 but this woman since the time I came in hath not ceased to kiss my feet my head with oil thou didst not anoint but this woman hath anointed my feet with, with feet with ointment wherefore I say unto thee her sins which are many which are many are forgiven, for she loved much. But to whom little is forgiven, the same loveth little. And he said to her, listen, she didn't ask for forgiveness. This woman said nothing to Jesus. Because sometimes you got to shut up and let your heart talk to God. She said nothing to Jesus. She just worshiped before him with tears, bowed down before him, wiped in his She washed his feet with her tears and her hair. Women of God, your hair. She, listen, look, this is what she did. I'm you. I don't know how much you're willing to sacrifice and give up. She dried his feet with her hair and didn't ask him for anything. But how, how many know that our God interprets tears? Amen. He interprets tears. He understands. He knows where you're hurting, where you need help where the problem area is, sacrifice, worship unto the Lord. He said to her, and he said to her, thy sins are forgiven. And they sat at meat with him and began to say within themselves, oh, here go them church folks again. Who 
is this that forgives sins also? Did Jesus address them? Nah, he addressed them church folk that always act like that. That always act like that. That always act like that. But he said to the woman, he's all, listen, he said to the worshiper, he said to the worshiper, thy faith have saved thee. Go in peace. She got saved by grace, Jesus Christ, through faith in her worship. Worship. Whatever it takes, worship. Seek the Lord. For some of us, we're going to have to get to that desperate. We got to get desperate. We have to come to that desperation point. Get desperate. There's always going to be a sacrifice when it comes to worship. Give up that treasure. Give it to the Lord. You need to know that you are forgiven and you are set free. I know the enemy wants you to believe that you're trapped. He wants you to believe that there's no way out. I keep doing this. I keep doing this over and over. I keep doing this. I just can't seem to get out. Jesus said, I have come to set the captive free. You are free. He whom the son has set free is free indeed. You don't have to say anything. God knows your thoughts. He knows your thoughts. Matter of fact, let me tell you what he said. Listen to what he said to Job. Uh, <laughs> And the Lord answered Job out of a whirlwind and said, who is this that darkeneth counsel by words without knowledge? Because sometimes we say dumb things. Dumb. You're just, you're just saying dumb things. Talking in fear. Talking in fear. Talking with doubt and all that other craziness. And then God answered Job and said, excuse me, Job says, I know that thou canst do everything and that no thought can be withholden from thee. God knows what you're thinking. So when these people, when the new people come and you don't say you're judging them, but you are thinking you're judging them, you better know God is listening to you. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. We are about souls in here. Amen. Souls being saved. Souls being delivered. Souls being set free. There are a lot of people out there that are lost. And not just the ones that come here, but the ones that we encounter every day. You are saved by grace through faith. Tell somebody about Jesus. But you know for yourself that you are free. You are a worshiper. You worship the Lord. Whatever it takes, worship. Whatever it takes, worship. Release unto the Lord. Amen? Amen. Come on, give God some praise. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Come on, praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord, everybody. Hallelujah. Lift your voice unto the Lord and bless him. Bless the Lord. Bless the name of Jesus. Come on and give God some praise.
Come on and give God some praise. Bless him, bless him, bless him. Amen, amen, amen.